0: welcome to the second episode of balling in the six this is your host kj and as you can imagine we're going to look at how the raptors did in summer league let's go straight into it Friday night saw Nick Nurse's first game in charge of the Raptors as he took on the New Orleans Pelicans in the first game of the Raptors short summer league campaign. It ended 90-77 to the Pelicans but two players stood out for the Raptors with 12 points apiece. These were Alfonso McKinney who we saw a lot of last season and I say a lot, I mean pretty much garbage time off the bench. And Rowley Hawkins, he's an undrafted player this year from the Arizona Wildcats and came in with a couple of really exciting plays in this game. Let's listen to one now. So that was Friday evening. Saturday saw us take on the Oklahoma City Thunder. We have a couple of exciting draft prospects. However, on the Raptors' side, there were two excellent performances from one Malachi Richardson, who of course was involved in the infamous Bruno Caboclo trade last season, who scored 17 points, including four threes, and of course, 19 points for none other than our Brit OG and Anubi, who put in an excellent performance going 19-6, put in a couple of blocks in there and really, again, even though we lost 92-82 this time, there were some encouraging signs. So the last game, this was last night against the Minnesota Timberwolves. This was a little less encouraging, but at the same time the same two players who performed against Oklahoma did so again. Is Malachi Richardson, dropped 15, including 5 threes, and OG, 13. We also saw, surprisingly, an excellent showing from Jordan Lloyd, yeah, I don't know who he is either, but he dropped 17 points, uh, or 5 off 9 shooting, and maybe it's something looking forward, especially when you're signing players to perhaps one year rookie contracts. One player I'm disappointed in who I was particularly interested in this offseason was Augusto Lima. He of course is the big man from Malaga and I was looking forward to see if he could add a little bit more depth to our power forward position. Of course we've got Ibaka and Siakam there, there's no harm having a versatile power forward, maybe one who can even play a stretch five. But he really underwhelmed in all of the games despite starting, I don't think he'll be signed. However... If we look at summer league as a whole, we look at players like OG, we look at players like Alfonso McKinney, even Malcolm Miller to an extent, and of course, as I mentioned, Malachi Richardson. We could look at some bright futures for some of the bench players last season. Will we sign anyone? Well, the most likely right now is probably Rowley Hawkins. Maybe Marcus Teague, although we have still got three point guards in after Fred. Grand resigned, re-signed so not too sure about that but apart from that we're not really looking at anyone in Summer League all we're looking at is spectacular performances really of which there were none there was some encouragement there were some encouraging performances but yeah let's not too, look too deeply into Summer League especially as the Raptors lost three in a row It may also be worth looking at Summer League as a whole, we're going to look at 4 rookies, 2 of which really impressed and 2 of which underwhelmed to say the least. Let's start with the latter, Trey Young, the 5th overall pick for the Hawks, shot some interesting 3's, some of which reached the rim, some of which unfortunately didn't. He was of course very highly rated coming out of college, compared to Steph Curry and he didn't impress in summer league at all really i mean he finished with 21 points in his opening game but he shot 12.5 percent from beyond the arc hitting three out of 24 three point attempts another one who didn't impress was marvin bagley the third he averaged 21 11 in his one year at duke but in summer league He was underwhelming, to say the least. He only played a game, actually, in Vegas because of a groin injury. And the Kings, of course, selected him number two. But let's see if we can see a little more in the actual preseason games and in the early season, where I'm sure he'll be starting for the Kings. Two players that did impress, however. One was Kevin Knox, signed, of course, by the Knicks. Averaged 20.5 points, 6.5 rebounds, 2 assists and 1.5 steals a game. He didn't shoot too well from three, but he was excellent in the three preseason games. And I think if you're a Knicks fan, you should be bubbling with excitement. And lastly, we're going to look at Harry Giles. The Sacramento Kings other pick in the draft performed a lot better than Marvin Bagley III. And he finished his game against the Suns with 17 points, 6 rebounds, and if you can believe it, 5 steals. He could prove to be an excellent defender in this year's campaign. But again, with all Summer League prospects, we have no idea. Of course, last year the the Lakers won the Summer League. Did that matter at all? Of course not. However, Let's keep an eye on these four players. Let's also, of course, keep an eye on players like Rowley Hawkins, see if they are perhaps gradually drafted into the side. And, of course, it's only two months till we see some basketball again. Oh, it's three months. Oh, my God, this is even worse. At this stage of the offseason, if you're not watching the World Cup, you're pressing F5 on NBA Reddit. So let's look at who exactly the Raptors could potentially sign. We had a small preview of this in the first episode, but now let's go a little bit deeper into it. A lot of free agents have re-signed, of course, LeBron to the Lakers, Port PG to the Thunder, KD back to the Warriors, a lot have re-signed. Perhaps the biggest uh, or the most high profile player who's still a free agent is Clint Capella. This would be interesting for me purely because if we were to include someone like Valanchunis in a trade, perhaps for Kawhi Leonard or someone like that, and of course this is all extremely wishful thinking, but I do, personally don't think Masai will make any big moves this offseason. But if he does, Clint Capella is perhaps someone to target if we do manage to dump some salary on somebody. The next choice, of course, we talked about him last year, last episode, is Wayne Ellington would add some absolutely valuable three-point shooting alongside CJ Miles when we need it. The NBA, as Dwayne Casey says, it's a make-or-miss league. Having someone like Wayne Ellington providing that real spark off the bench will be absolutely invaluable. One free agent that the Raptors could, I mean, realistically have signed was Luke Mbaw Mute. The Rockets player, the former Rockets player, I should say recently agreed to a one-year deal with the Clippers, much to the detriment of Raptors fans who are looking for some good defense and some good depth, you know, a PJ Tucker type, as it were, good defending at the three, a LeBron stopper, who knows, probably not, but every little helps. Otherwise from that, there's really not much to choose from, we could look at Rodney Hood, the less said about that, really, the better. People like Harrell, Montreal Harrell, who, of course, put in some excellent performances against Toronto, if you watched the Clippers and Toronto matchups this season. However, with Siakam developing and with Ibaka still the first choice for now, I'm not really sure if there's too much need for him. So, I said we're looking at it in a lot more depth, but. So many free agents have actually agreed deals already either to go back to their normal clubs or to sign with new ones. So with the exception of people like Ellington, perhaps Michael Beasley, who some said we needed to stop the Warriors. Not sure how that exactly works, but you know, that's, let's just take it as it comes. There's not really much we can do in the off season. Of course, we're very close to the salary cap, And on a more positive note, we do have depth and talent in all positions. Wayne Ellington is perhaps the guy that we do need to sign. But if we don't, of course, it's not completely detrimental. CJ Miles didn't have the greatest season. However, he can develop. He's he's still developing as a player and he's still getting used to the Toronto team. Nick Nurse of course is a different sort of coach to Dwayne Casey and as such we're just going to have to trust Masai and Nick Nurse on that. That's the end of this episode. There's not too much basketball surprisingly until October now. There's only a couple of games the Raptors have got in their preseason schedule. They're going to play the Portland Trail Blazers on September the 27th. That's in Vancouver and the Nets in montreal on october the 10th shortly before the regular season starts there's not going to be another episode of this until perhaps there's some big news big moves because really there's just not that much basketball to talk about from now on on until october i hope you have enjoyed these last two episodes though and i hope it's not too long before you hear me again this has been kj this has been balling in the six make sure you subscribe and you share i'd really appreciate it